All right, welcome back to Southern Podcast. Uh, Southern Public. Southern Public Podcast. My, my board's screwing up here. Southern Public <laughs> Podcast, uh, episode five. Man, we're, Damn. we're rolling up. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, man, number five. You know what? Before you know it, it'll be like 250. All right. I'll drink one to that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, we're we're back to a limited crew again tonight. Uh, well, I say that. We, we're only missing oh, one. Just missing one. Just missing one. We got uh, Mr. Dwayne, who is back from his uh, Louisiana Strike Force firefighter deployment. Deployment. Then he caught the Rona. Suck, caught some Rona. So uh, he, he is calling in. And then uh, Shane Coon got stuck in this nasty ass weather we've got in Panama City. And he didn't make it in time, so it's like tropical storm weather, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it something like that. What, yeah. what is this tropical storm called? Does anyone know? Dude, I have no idea. Alberta, Mindy. What? Mindy? Mindy? No, it's not. Mindy. It's like Nicholas or something. No. Yeah. So, anyways, I am your uh, host for the night. My name's uh, Doug Jernigan, and we'll go around and uh, we got we do have a special guest tonight, and we will introduce ourselves, and then I'll I'll tell y'all who's with us. So. So as usual, you got Jamie Burton here on the mic, Joel Hoskins, and Josh, and you got Dwayne via the phone. Dwayne via, via the, the phone and quarantine right now. <laughs> so, quarantine. So as we alluded to in the last podcast, uh, we just we said that we were going to bring on Jeff Adams. Uh, he is a local folk lord. Is it Lord or Lore? Lore. Lords. He's a lord among lord. lords. <laughs> a sword fighting sword fighter. <laughs> but uh yeah, so so Jeff has an amazing dog named Rainy. He's a she is a Calahula Cur. Catahoula. Catahoula Cur. So anyway, so yeah, we got uh Jeff Adams and we've mentioned him in a couple of podcasts as far as he's uh, not only a dog track a local tracker, but a friend of ours that we all hunt with and uh so I Jeff? believe Jeff was one of the dudes that got me into hunting at the age of 30. So I give him credit for getting me this passion for sure. You're so kind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jamie. Jeff needs to get used to the microphone. Yeah. Hello. So, uh, uh, Jeff is uh he's he works for the same company that Jamie and I work for. Everybody everybody here except for Joel saves lives or takes lives. I keep them alive. <laughs> Something to eat. Joel makes them fat. Right. Your sustenance. You yeah. give them sustenance. He supplies them with gluten and carbs. So I think right? you make people fat. So so Joel supplies <laughs> the bug food and, and Shane su- supplies the bug killer. <laughs> so um so anyways circle of life. <laughs> so anyways, we're uh like we're gonna get into uh those times that you need a tracking dog. 
You know, you uh, thought you had your pin buried in the right place, and you didn't. You thought you were just a better shot than you really were, and you weren't. That's where Jeff usually comes into play. Well, dude, and I'll tell you, it, as a bow hunter, you think, all right, having a you need that dog tracker as a bow hunter, but as a gun hunter, you think, all right, I'm going to put the bullet in the deer, and he's going to drop 60% of the time. That doesn't happen? At how least. Many, how many times have you tracked? So what do you think the average is from bow shots to gunshots on tracking deer? I'd have to say that. Yeah, I get probably 30 to 40% more gun sh- hunters than I do bow hunters. Really? Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, because because people, if not higher than that, like you said, because um, people with guns, they just take that shot. And, right. and, and here's and the, success, the success rate is lower, too, because those, guns, those guys with guns, they shoot the deer, they get blood because they get some kind of hit. Then everybody goes out there and starts tracking. Then they call their buddies. And then they call their, their friends with a pet that, you know, Know, has found a deer in their backyard. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's hold off on that because we're gonna we're gonna get into that kind of stuff. So. Um, so, would you say? And and so you and I would say that you. What have you been? You've been doing this four, four years. This will be my fifth year. It'll be yep. your fifth year. So four four seasons that you've been doing this. And before that, you were you were an avid hunter, and now you're just. A fisherman, a fisherman yep. and a yep. and an avid uh, dog on a leash guy. Yep. I don't think Jeff was an avid hunter. He was a avid killer. obsessed. He was an obsessive hunter. Oh yeah. <laughs> so oh my God, the stories we could get into. We'll have to bring him back for yeah. a BS session. But um, so so would you say? And honestly, my belief to this is yes. So would you say that with the popularity of tracking dogs? Yep. The, uh, do you think that there are more people taking marginal shots because they know they possibly have a dog in their back pocket? Sure. I mean, it, and, it, and it, it's it's like any other tool that you've got. Uh, range finders, one of the worst things that we've done as far as bow hunters. Before that, I never second guessed my yardage. I knew. Well, or I, you would find a <coughs> tree and track it to the tree you're sitting in. No, I didn't. You just. You just figured yeah. that's that's twenty yards. Yeah, I mean, I, you just knew. You, well, you right. well, well, you knew what from your stand. You knew I, I could literally lay my hand out whenever because I, I always sat at the same height, any anywhere between thirty and fifty. 30 and 35 feet up in the air. When your rope got a tug, you were... Correct. Yep. When I, when I, so I knew by sticking my hand out and looking in any direction, that's 15 yards, that's 25 yards, that's 30 yards, 35 looking yards. Looking at the tips of your fingers. Correct. Looking at the tips of my fingers. So I knew that now with range finders and stuff like that. You know, right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, if I threw a bunch of targets out in the yard and took your range finder... I could go out there and shoot them. <clears throat> yeah. But but not most people can. No, well, yeah, but we started before there were range finders. So right, right, guys. and so that's my point, you know. And we can go to and and to the other thing. Going back to that is is that I don't think it's age description either because I track for all different age groups. Well, you know, yeah, like young people, old people, middle, you know, middle people and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, the ones that use us, you know, they have no problem taking a, uh, I mean, I had somebody and if he listens to this podcast, um, I he think took he a, keeps you in business. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he, t- he took like a 60 something yard shot. I mean, it, it, whenever he showed me the shot, I was like, there's no way you, you know. With and, a bow? Yeah, with oh. a bow. <laughs> I, I, yeah, dude. I mean, like he literally stepped out of the truck. The deer was standing out 
out there. He shot the deer and the deer ran off. He, and he thought he missed the deer because the deer was standing in some, uh, uh, not yo ponds, but, you know, just some sage grass and stuff like that. Ends up going out there finding blood. They end up tracking the deer and they jumped it like two or three times. And then they backed out, called me. And because you know, they had no signal, they had to call me sooner, but they had to drive to where they had signals. But he called, he did that specifically because he knew that he could call me and I'd go help him out. Yep. One there you go. <clears throat> Don't, before we started this podcast, we were, you know, we were talking with Jeff and I would have said if we had not had this conversation, we owe it as bow hunters to make sure, and we do regardless. I mean, you owe it to the animal to take those ethical shots. You know, you want to dispatch that animal as quickly as possible. And in our minds, we felt like that the majority of his tracks were archery and he said that that's not the case. No, it's not. Uh, yeah, that's very year, surprising. No, it's not. Wow. I mean, I get, but I, I think, and here's the reason why. So like last year, I did probably close to 60, if not over 60 tracks. For six weeks solid, um, I was tracking like all week long. And I'd track till 11, 12 o'clock at night. I'd have three or four tracks lined up and I'd leave the house and I'd travel all the way up to Green, uh, Greenville. Greenville, and, Alabama. And Georgiana Elba. and stuff like that. Yep. yep. And I'd pick up tracks on the way back. All those were gunshots. I mean, um, here's the thing about bow season, and here's the reason why I think it's less, is because most people are shooting smaller bucks, or they're shooting does. They don't want to have to pay for it. They, which, of course, it's a non-profit anyway. Right. I mean, we don't charge. We do accept donations. Some tips. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I think that people, uh, they'll, they'll shoot it with a bow. If they don't find it within a, you know, 100, 200 yards. They just call it a day. They, they just, just call it a lay. day. They go sit, because to them, they can just go, well, if that doe dies, well, then don't worry about it, you know, and they they really... They well, see, and, and the know. thing that I thought of afterwards was that at the same time, we, we assume that, we don't assume, we know that you're tracking more gun shot deer than you are archery, but at the same time, there's double the amount of gun hunters as there are. Yes. It's kind of like the some guy on... Uh, Instagram or something like that. He's a tracker, and he said that Rage Broadheads and 6.5 Creed Mords keep him in business. You know, and part of that is the fact that that Rage Broadheads <laughs> is probably it, and I don't know. You you could probably go and check it. It's probably the most sold broadhead out there. Yeah. So it's probably used twice as much as any other broadhead out there. So do either one of you shoot Both Rage Broadheads? I don't never, discredit the good damn name of Rage Broadheads. I've so, never had a problem with Rage. Right. Never. And, you know, and, and so, and then he, the 6.5 Creedmoor. And I commented <laughs> on that post and I told him, I said, the fact of the matter is, if you are putting your shot placement where it's supposed to be, it doesn't matter. I could kill, you could kill him with I, a 22. Right. Yeah. Right, I could kill him with a with oh with man, a fill, I forgot. <laughs> I well, forgot he was still with here. a fill point. <laughs> well, well, let's face it. Whenever I was in my prime of killing, 14 18, deer. 14, I think the most I killed was twenty two deer in one year, and, and and that's just what what I recovered. That's not what I shot. I went and and the first uh, broadhead that they actually brought out that had a three inch cut was that uh, vortex. Mm -hmm. Remember whenever we got the vortex? Yep. And I didn't go to him because well, Tony still shoots a vortex. See, I I mean I don't. I, I I go because I've lost too many deer. Well, when you're you're when you're only but, five foot off the ground and you're shooting yeah. twenty, there's not much time for that, no. That, sorry, that, sorry, that arrow to we love you, Tony. Or, but going to the vortex, I went to him because I could shoot. If I saw hair, I could shoot it. You know, and, and hopefully get blood and kill it. You, had you know, three inches. Of, Correct. Right. Instead of as I've matured, I'm more about shot placement, making a good ethical shot. And even then, if all the circumstances are right, of course I shoot 
cut on contact, I'd rather shoot them. I know that it's going to cut. Yeah. I've lost the biggest the biggest deer of my life I lost because of the broadhead y'all were talking about in Arizona at a 18-yard shot, broadside, biggest buck I've ever seen. But you're shooting a 200-plus pound deer, and it ricocheted. It, that's all that happened. So, uh, But anyway. How long, how long ago was that? Well, Brittany was about the AI. So you were still shooting that Hoyt? 2000. Yes. Yeah. Yep. What are you shooting there now? There you go. The factor. Still Hoyt. shooting Hoyt? Yes. Yeah. That was probably the old Rage, too, though. The the ones with the, the O-ring the, on the with bottom. The like band. the very first yeah. ones, probably. Probably. I still have some of those, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeff, uh, I actually killed one of my biggest deer on the wall with one of those original bra- Rages. And a truck. He had it in the truck when he ran over the deer. <laughs> what um? So how'd you get into tracking? How'd you get into tracking? Tell us about that and about about your dog so, raining. So so, so I'll, I'll first say that I'm gonna mention somebody on here, Randy Vick, and everybody in the tracking community. I mean, across Alabama, Georgia, Florida, everybody knows Randy Vick. Um. We had messed around with tracking. Randy Vick came up. Uh, I drove all the way down from Georgia to Mossy Head to track a, a big deer that had been shot. I didn't actually see the track, but my daughter did and my son-in-law did and witnessed and stuff. And they told me all about it. And I was sick and tired of my friends, myself, um, and people that I knew losing deer and leaving deer in the woods. And so I was like, well... Did a little bit of research. My daughter did research, and we found uh, that Catahoulas are one of the most notorious tracking dogs out there as far as winding dogs. They use both ground scent and also wind scent. So uh, there are dogs out there that strictly use their nose on the ground, won't lift their head up. Catahoula will do that, but then if they can take the wind, they're going to lift their head up, and they're going to ride the wind. Good thing is is they sometimes they cut it short and go right to it, but if the deer makes a, a turn left or right, Right, then guess what? They're gonna they're gonna miss that turn, have to make a loop, have to make a circle, and go back to it. So, um, but I did that and two thousand, what is it? Uh, two thousand sixteen. Um, Has it been that long? Yeah. Well, two thousand. Yeah. yeah. It had been it had been February of two thousand and fifteen. No, two thousand sixteen. Two thousand sixteen. I was sitting in my deer stand. It was the last weekend. It was Saturday. Late archery muzzleloader. And I was looking online, found this dog, and she was absolutely, I fell in love with her. Text the guy, said, hey, you still got her? He said, yep. I was like, well, where are you? And he's like, Lebanon, Tennessee. Seven and a half hours away. I went home. I called I, I called Brittany. I called Hunter, and I told my wife. I said, we're loading up in the morning, going to pick up uh, this dog. And they're like, what? You're crazy. Nope. Uh, so Brittany, uh, Brittany is his daughter, and Hunter's his son-in-law. So. Yep. So and <clears throat> so we went and got her, and so was thus Ray- started the tracking. Was those two does I shot in a pile was that Rainy's first track. Yep. What, okay. was the, what was the training process like? Like when you when you got Rainy back, how'd that work about training her up and making sure she was able to track and and getting all that done? Well, you track her with uh with hooves and also blood. Um, and so she is sent. Um, she is one deer scented. So you're kind of getting into the topic of the difference between a tracking dog and a deer dog or a house dog. Um. She is deer specific. So whenever she gets one deer, targeted one deer, she's going to take that deer and she'll walk through deer, hogs, anything else. She's going to stay on that deer. I can vouch for that one. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, and uh, she, she'll she stay on that deer. She won't deter. 
We've tracked in high fences where, like, literally, there there would be deer laying up, feeding, whatever, and she'd track right by those deer and just go straight through them and continue on that deer. Whereas a deer dog is going to take the hottest track. If a, deer, a, a deer dog is a dog that will that you use for hunting, hunting deer, for chasing, yes. tracking deer. Yes. Right. That so is so let, let's rewind sure. this again. So you you were tracking in a high fence. So somebody had the opportunity to hunt in a high fence and still screwed up the shot. Yes. Okay. So it's never a given. I love you guys. I know who he's talking about. It's it's never a given. Uh, There again, I mean, and and you're right, Jamie. It's never a given. I mean, that shot was a, the deer was broadside. Um, Should have been an easy shot. shot. That person, we all know, has killed the mess out of deer and normally is like spot on. But for whatever reason, got excited and, you know, messed up that shot with a rifle. And, you know, I mean, I drove through three and a half hours to go track that deer and like literally there were deer laying all over the place and we bumped deer the whole night um she'll track that away and she'll also track by blood as well so um is jamie breaking another chair yes yeah i did sorry my bad so anyways we'll have you all right so what what is the process for for training rainy to sure okay so one, you need blood, uh, and then two, you need uh, deer hooves. So you'll duct they, tape a hoof. No, to well, a stick. Well, yeah, we, we you don't have to duct tape to a stick. We've got. Uh, he, he's got a PB. wife. He uh, he duct tapes them to her feet and says, <laughs> "Run, run, run." Well, in the ah, tracking, dang, I hope she doesn't hear that. <laughs> Thanks, man. In the tracking community, they've got tracking hooves. So you can actually uh, apply put, the scent. Well, you can take these shoes and put the hoof in the shoe, and then you can just put it on, put the shoe on your foot, and you can walk through the woods, and it's tracking that deer. Can you imagine that story? So that was at a deer camp one night. They were about twenty-four into a, uh, a, a bunch of natty lights. <laughs> a case of natty lights. <laughs> and and, and some dude got... says, "You know what? I bet you I could take a deer hoof and bury it in the bottom of my boot and get that dog to follow it." <laughs> <laughs> Your dog ain't shit if it can't if it can't track my buried in deer hoof in my boot. So that's how. So so you have those. But what you do is you start out with short tracks. So you lay a short track. Um, put the dog out there. Um, a lot of tr- you know trackers have different things. Like me, I'll, I'll walk up there. I'll run my hand down by her face, check it, find it. So I've told her exactly what I want her to, and this was early on, told her exactly what I want her to track. She'll take that off and she'll roll with it. Well, and you'll you'll set a track a day yes. ahead of time. Like yes. you'll go if you're gonna if you're gonna train her on a Saturday, you'll go Friday yes. and work that track with the deer hoof or blood. Yep. And then bring her back the next day and yep. put her on like what would initially be the, the shot. cold track. Right. The, uh, uh, where the deer initially got shot and then track it from that yeah. point. Well, you'll start out with one hour. You'll work up to that. Yes. Right, right. So, I mean, like if you're initially training a dog, you want to start out with one hour, two hours, three hours, four hours. And that builds their confidence. Correct. Key thing about a... Uh, the tracker because it is a team effort so you have to pay attention to the weather you have to pay attention to the wind you have to pay you want to set your dog up for success so uh, paying attention to the wind is huge paying attention to is it hot or is it cold um you know what what's the weather like um because that means a lot of how your dog's going to work and pay attention to them learn your dog yeah so and have you have you guys have either of you used Rainy 
On the Joel, track. Yeah, Joel has. I have not. Yeah, Joel's a frequent flyer. Well, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was Jeff. Uh, you know, me, Jeff and I were talking quite a bit during that. You know, during that time, and there was quite a few tracks that, you know, the deer was just not dead. You know, so how heartbreaking is that for a, a dog that's trying to find the the dead deer at the end of the well, track and it's not dead. You know, right. and so. that's what I was going to knowing. You know, Jeff and and Rainey, the the dog. It's almost like your kids. So if you if you sign your kids up for basketball, and they don't ever win any games, they don't want to. You know, and Rainey is that she needs that. that she needs a win. She needs those wins, right. and so and even Jeff. You know, especially like they're at the beginning of the year before. You know, Rainey's been on a bunch of tracks, or or even when. He, she's been on a bunch of bad tracks, and we'll get into those bad tracks here shortly. But she, she, let's say she goes out five times and never recovers. She needs that. She needs that win. And so Jeff will tell us, you know, listen, even if you shoot one and you see it go down, please call me. Let me bring Rainy out there. And that gives her that win. She she yeah. has that win. Now Joel is over there saying, Hey, that's me. But <laughs> yeah. But he's the frequent flyer of Lost Deer too, so he's he's trying to make up for Rainy's Well Joel he, he's just a deer killing bitch. <laughs> he he just won't stop. Stop Joel. Stop, Joel <laughs> stop shooting. No, so basically deer. it was actually uh that same tree at the camera arm. Uh-huh. And where the big buck come through, you know, that this was, I think this was the same year. Now, is the camera arm by the block building? No. No, no this is over in oh. Blackwater. Yeah. Oh. So. Son of a. So, um, <laughs> so, so here comes pretty much come from the same way the, as the bucks did. But here comes, you know, here comes two does. And it was just broadside, you know, 15, 20 yard shot. Absolutely drilled her. I knew. I mean, it was. Heard her crash, you know, not far, 75 yards maybe. So I called Jeff, and, I mean, it was kind of late morning already. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, just sit tight, man, and I'll be there. So I just kind of just chilled. And, uh, shoot, he was there quick. I mean, had to scratch the crap out of his truck getting there. But uh, <laughs> That's because his truck's too damn big. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah, he – You're mean, lucky at me. I'll tell you what, though. For me, that was my first experience ever with, you know, seeing a dog you know track it's amazing or anything to watch her and you know i just i just stood back you know i didn't want to get in the way you know i knew my deer was dead i never even walked over there i just you know yeah I, was i still in the tree you were still in the tree. i was still in the tree I, I just waited on him to get there um so you know i just let him do his thing and and just like he said you know he pretty much took her to the spot and said whatever he said and let her get let her track it find track it. man and and dude she was on it like it was freaking really cool and i mean she was there like on the deer i mean it didn't like i said it didn't go far and uh so gave her a little bit of meat off off of one of the hams you know and she was just stoked yeah you know but, so let's get into yeah. if well i'm, I'm trying to I'm, i don't i don't want to jump ahead so i'm trying to so let me help you the out. sequence of events so if you well, if you shoot a deer all right so and and I don't care who it is I if if you shoot a deer and you, it's questionable you're still you're gonna get down you're gonna go and and I only bow hunt so I'm just you're gonna go down to the to the shot place where, where you shot that deer you're gonna look for blood you'll start to track blood so if it is a marginal shot let's say you're bow hunting and you shot you know like 
that buck that you tracked for me two years ago, I knew right away I gut shot it. Done, you know, done, gut shot, circle around, go to the house, call it a day. <clears throat> so, so would it be when, because everybody's going to, everybody's going to track. I mean, that's the hardest part. That's of it the hardest is, part is, is you, you're, is to stop. Right. So when, when would you recommend they stop? Is there a certain amount of, of, of blood loss? Is there a certain distance? Like if you don't see the deer go down. Right. Well, and, and in the Panhandle of Florida, most of the time you're not. No. I mean, it's it's yeah, thick enough that... You can't see more than... <clears throat> so, so you get on a track, all right? And, and I'm going to go with gunshots because I, I personally don't, I don't think deer bleed as much as they do when you shoot them with a bow. I think it's... And I'm going off a muzzleloader. It's more droplets than it is blowing blood like it does when, you know when I shoot one with a bow. Your 10-point that you killed in Georgia, perfect example. The first 25 yards, it was, yeah, that son of a bitch is dead. And then after that, we're completely questioning whether or not that deer was going to die. Yep. So at w- where would you say for that hunter to pull off and not screw up this track? Whenever you personally have to think, well, wait a second. I've got to call help in. I've got to call my buddies. I've got to... Um, so if you're to the point you're like on your hands and knees... Yeah, I mean, just, you know, or, or, or if you physically... If you jump the deer. And weather. So I mean, and weather. I, you you know, shoot one, you know, everybody likes to hunt like yep. right there before that front. You shoot one, you get down, you know, rain kicks in. It's, it's washed the blood away. So those deer or those dogs, man, like shine yep. when that happens. Yep. So... I mean... And, and thanks for hitting that because if if it's weather, if it's rain or something like that, I mean, first thing, I mean, we've all done it. Shot a deer, not knowing about dogs, or actually there weren't dogs around except right. for people that ran dogs. And, uh, you know, be like, oh, man, there's a rainstorm coming. I got to get down and track this deer. I'm going to lose it. Well, no, just back out. If you shoot that deer... And it's raining. If it's coming to rain or if it's raining or whatever, just back out. Mark where you shot the deer. Your arrow is going to be in the ground. Or your, or if you shot it with a gun, kind of visually mark where that deer, where you shot the deer, or go down there and mark the ground where you shot it. Put a hat. Put your hat. Exactly. Put something yeah. just yeah. Uh, the, the toilet, shot. toilet paper yep. is great. Yeah, yep. yeah. And and then just back out and call a tracker. Uh, you know, I mean, because we're going to be able to go out there. Our dogs, I mean, the the some of the best tracks I've seen uh, Rainy do have been after a rainstorm. Uh, no one's tracked it out. No one's, you know, brought their buddies in. No other dogs or anything like that. Rainy gets on that scent, and boy, it, it, it's something. And, and no tracker can really explain it, but the rain, like, cleans that blood or spreads it out or whatever, but the dogs just smell it so definely that they get on that animal and they just run it down. It's I just mean, a stronger scent. It huh? is. So two inches of rain don't matter. I don't it, care if it, I don't care how much rain. Okay. The, the, well, the so you're not you're why. not washing it away. I mean, it's, no, you're not washing it away. You are not washing that deer. What's that, what's that, Dwayne? Go ahead, Dwayne. One of the reasons why is because deer and their front legs have a scent gland in their feet, and when they're morbidly wounded, that scent gland it releases an oil. Well, that water cannot wash away that oil, and that's what keeps that scent around. That's what the dogs are mainly looking for. Well, that and so we tracked one up here and, you know, close to home last year. 
And uh, Brandon Stevens, he and I tracked a lot last year together. Uh, he's got a dog named Maggie. And Is that Leon's dog no, deer that y'all? It's a blue tick. No, Leon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, Stanfield. Um, me yep. and uh, there was a deer shot up here close to home. And um, I actually, me and Rainey went out there and tracked it that night. It was rain. It rained all day long. He shot it right there before dark. We went and tracked it. Um, I was the, the way Rainy acted and stuff like that. She tried to take it. Um, I wasn't confident that the deer was dead, but I knew that Rainy, you know, tracked it for quite a ways, made a bunch of loops and stuff like that. I kept talking to Brandon. Me and him decided to go back up there the next day, track it again. Um, I was pretty sure the deer was still alive, but. <laughs> Uh, I was pretty sure the deer was still alive, but I wanted to double, you know, just there ensure, again. yeah, ensure. So we took Rainy and Maggie back up there, and sure enough, Maggie took the same track that Rainy did, and then actually um, Maggie ended up jumping the deer and running the next county. So I mean, you know, it, yeah, it, it doesn't, and it was still raining that night too. So, I mean, it doesn't matter how much rain it is. And this is, it has nothing to do with the hunter itself, but I've heard Jeff say, because you're guilty of it, of not trusting your dog. Yep. Like, you know, no, I know, you know, I know, I know she's going on the wrong track. That's not it. And it may be that she was, instead of on, on the track, she was on the wind yep. and she was trying to cut the wind instead of the track. And because you, I, I've been with I've, you, and you were like, "Yeah, yeah, no, no, let's 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 pull her off the track, let's restart her, and she does it again, you know." And and it's more of trust your dog to do what the dog is doing, especially yep. when the hunter thinks the deer went a certain way. Yes, and it really didn't. Yeah, you know, and, and the 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 guy's like, "Hey, you know, it went this way," and then Jeff's thinking, "Okay, well, the guy was there, he saw it, you know." And then the dog's going the other way. He's like, well, no, Rainy, it's this way, you know? Oh, yeah. I've seen Jeff learn as much from his dog as his dog has learned from him. The And it's just a, a, a time thing. Like, you do it enough times, you realize what your dog is doing. And you you can read her emotion and, and her actions. And you're like, all right, she's the first deer we tracked with her. Yep. And she kept going in circles around. Yep. And and Jeff and then she took off a completely different direction. And Jeff is like, dude, that deer is right here somewhere. And he he followed his dog and I just kept doing circles and sure enough I found that deer like within twenty yards of where she was doing a circle. Yep. So wow. that was like that education of learning what your dog does and, and realizing, all right, if she's doing circles, there's something close by here that's making her do that. Yep. Yeah, and, a, and a lot of, so, so I think she was I, winding the deer then in yes, that right. situation. Yeah. Yep. Well, yep. it's like Jeff, when, when, uh, he tracked that, that big buck I shot that I got shot. I mean, Rainey took off exactly the direction that I thought the deer went, you know, or that I saw the deer go, but then turned a completely different direction that, than I expected. I mean, had it been daylight, I would have probably, if I'd have remained in my stand, I would have seen him circle back around because, yep. Because he he and turned and came back went south and within within sight of of my lock on and uh, so anyways she gets further south and and hits palmettos 
circles those palmettos three or four times and then picks up and continues on. And he he had said, you know, because he doesn't have time. She's going. You marked it on Onyx, yep. sent me that, and he said, I, I guarantee you, he bedded up there. And sure enough, he had bedded up there, you know, because I went back the next day. We didn't we didn't end up finding the deer. Um, I went back the next day, you know, looking, seeing if, you know, as as a hunter, not not a handler, as a hunter, you will second guess. Uh, she, <laughs> yeah. That dog, dude. Yeah, sure. Dude, I... Dude, she, I, she was more worried about going home and getting a damn biscuit <laughs> than she was about, you know. So as as the hunter, you will, you'll, and you will, I mean, and... and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. That's you'll normal. Go back, you know. I, I went. I went all the way to the creek that that next day. I got down in the creek because that's where we lost him. I walked the creek, thinking, you know, well, maybe he he got in the in the creek and he died inside the creek. So I went to those palmettos, and sure enough, he had bedded down in those palmettos. Yep. Well, I mean, here's the thing: is is that um, especially with Rainy, I mean, this will be her fifth year actually, and and so in my fifth year. Last year, she did over 60 tracks. Uh, I, you know, I, I mean, and it's heartbreaking whenever you show up to somebody, somebody's telling you that they have shot the biggest buck of their life and that they know they made a good shot. They've just lost blood and blah, blah, blah. And you walk up and you tell Rainy to track it, find it. And she, she smells the ground and she looks up at you and she's like, this is bullshit. Man. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Another one of them. <laughs> and you're like, he hit that deer in the ham. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's what she's telling you because she's like, she's like, uh, because she, she's gotten so good that she can literally smell that ground. And she knows. And, and she'll, she'll look at me. If it's a, if it's a mortally wounded deer, she'll smell it and she'll take it and she'll roll with it. She never looks at you. She, she never pays it. Correct. But if it's not a mortally wanted deer, um, she'll track it, but she's more or less like tracking. And then, then what's really heartbreaking is whenever she's like tracking and then she gets so far and, and she's like, dude, we're not going to find this deer. It's, it's, <laughs> she, it's such a good thing she can't talk. I was going to say. <laughs> just, or they don't have like, those, hey. those little cartoon bubbles over their head exactly. the whole time. Like, this she, motherfucker. She'd be like, look, Jeff, give me just a minute with yep. the hunter. Yep. All right, <laughs> You need to go back to the truck, and I'm going to have a talk with this yep. guy for a few minutes and, yep. and tell well, him and, he needs and to sight in his gun a little better. Even as a handler, you know, it being on the receiving end, because I know that, that buck that I, I mean, we... What, how late was that? You thought for sure that deer was dead. I, I mean, I, I yeah, and, and you at, can attest. Well, hang on, you can attest though. I will expel every effort to try to find your deer. Right, and so that's what I was going to um, say. As a handler, you know, you, you come up and you know this dude's like, dude, I just shot a stud, you know, and you get on that track and you know, is he down? <laughs> is he down? Yeah, you know, he you you come up, and he's like, is he down, hunter? Is he down? <laughs> Is he down? <laughs> and, uh, Is he down? You know, and so you do that off the top of my head. I don't know how far. Yep. I don't remember how far that track was. It was four, five, six hundred yards. I can go back to it on Onyx. Yeah, I, still I mean, have it, it, on it was a long, it was a long ass ways. Yeah. And you know, to and I would probably say realistically that before we hit that ridge or about halfway into that ridge, Jeff Adams knew, like, man, we're not going to find this deer. Yep. 
Randy but, already gave him the look. Well, yeah, <laughs> right. Just, oh, yeah. Like, but come on, dude. It's a good thing I'm, she can't Can we just tell. call it already? I mean, yep. what do I got to do right. here? Do I got to roll over or what? She <laughs> was working him, though. Yep. He was working him. But. And, but, you know, for Jeff, being the handler, it's like that, that doctor at the ER. You know, you're you're coming out and you're having to say, you know. Yeah, I think you're not going to make Jernigan, it. Mr. Jernigan, I'm sorry to tell you. You're not going to make it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I mean, that, that deer is not going you, on. You your are wall. that. You are that bubble buster. Yep. You know. Yep. That, you know, but well, and but, there's always that doubt. I mean, here's the thing: is I, I, the only people that I have ever had call me back or post on Facebook or anything else that said, "Ha, I found my deer." Well, are the ones that I have said, "Look, she just can't see your deer, or she just can't. Your deer is right here." And I know of three occasions where I've told the hunter, look, we're running out of time. Your deer is right here. Where I'm she starts doing those circles. I'm telling and- you, your deer is right here. Come back tomorrow during daylight hours and you can find your deer. And I know of three occasions where that has happened. They have went back and they have found those deer. Wow. Does anybody else need you a know, beer? No, I'm good. No, we're so okay. do you but, think in situations like that, that rainy pussies? Is is just used to like she's she's in, you know, tracking by, you know, the wind instead of the ground. Is she just in like wind mode, or I mean, does, she does or, a mix. You know what well, I mean? Like, well, normally in those occasions, it's whenever I'm cut short of time. Um, I've got you know I, I've exhausted all efforts, but I know that deer is close. It's dark, like like. The the best scenario the, the best one I can think of. He says rainy. Huh? Points at the watch and she's <laughs> yeah. like, All right, Pops, no, enough. No. <laughs> the one that the, the one that is the, the the biggest one I have is the one that was over by Wind Creek Casino. Um during bow season. The guy had shot it during bow season. Um we spent like three and a half hours there out there tracking this deer. They had tracked the deer. They had a dog come out there and track the deer. Um, we then come out there, you know, drive all the way out there, start tracking the deer. We tracked the deer for about three hours. Um, we're running out of daylight and she got to one point and she, there was no definitive direction, right? To where the deer had went, but she kept going to one section and it was so thick that she couldn't find an entrance to get in there. And, and she tried every way possible to get into this section, and she couldn't get in there. It was that thick. And I told the hunter, I said, your deer is right there. I'm telling you, your deer's right there. He's nowhere else. He's right there. Said, Come back here tomorrow. Whenever it's daylight, go right in there, and you'll find and search that little block, and you'll find your deer right there. Sure enough, went right in there next day and found the deer laid up in that thicket. It, so, go ahead. so let's get into the reasons why you're not finding a dead deer now. And, and, and so, and I'm saying a dead deer, this is a deer that, that, that is dead has, I mean, we all know, I mean, deer get that adrenaline. I mean, you can, you can put a mortally, just a, a terrifying shot on a deer and that deer will go 500 yards. I think, uh, Dwayne, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm here. Now, did, didn't you have one that the guts were completely out of it and it was still alive? No. So, I'd say I had a nine Who point. Was that? that was Dwayne. Then he said no. <laughs> but you did. The guts were out of after the coyotes had got to it that yeah. night. 
That was the but one the coyotes total, killed. Total, all in all, the deer had only went 200 yards from where I had shot it. So did the coyotes kill that deer? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne's a Sorry, buddy. team coyote. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, were you shooting those coyote rages? Oh, I, damn. So, all right. So, hey, hey, Dwayne, just call me anytime you need me. It's okay. So let's get into the. What about the seven point you tracked for me right before that? You went, what, 50 yards? And you yep. needed a tracker? I would say that's not. A, <laughs> I would say that is a hunter issue. That was just an easy one. He said Randy needed an easy one. Yeah, I'll bust I hooked it with him you. Up. So, so. Hey, uh, just, just understand, I'm not the one busting your, you know what, kind of. So, um, the deer that, like you were saying, you have somebody call you up and say, oh, well, your dog didn't find my deer and I found my deer, you know, da, 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 da. There's usually factors that come into play. One is, we've, we, talk, we talked about this off, the, off air, the honesty, mm-hmm. you know. So, let's say you're a rifle hunter and you're hunting private and you're on a, on a green field shooting in a shooting house. And there, if there's 25 deer in that field, you need to let him know. There are 25 deer in that field at the time of the shot. You know, if the other the, deer... It's not so much the other animals, though. It's people. And, well, and right. dogs. I mean, that's... So So whenever you talk about, like, the number one reasons why we don't find animals is because um, of human factor. I would say that it's probably 85% human factor. So people tell you, oh, I only walked 10 yards. Oh, yeah. And then they walk like 300. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, they or it was just me and my buddy. Then you're seeing like 10 different footprints down here, and you're like, well, wait a second. There's it, you know. And, and then half the then, Russian army's coming out of the wood line on the other side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you're like, they're, 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 we only went so far. Well, then an extra hundred yards down the road, you're like looking at all these, oh, well, yeah, we did. And it, look, just be honest with us because yeah, nobody's can, judging no, you. We're not, I'm not judging you. You you were attempting to, you were trying to do the right absolutely. thing and, and recover a deer. Absolutely. Um, a matter of fact, I mean, if you can tell me all of the things that y'all did, then I know why my dog is doing different things. Because imagine this, you know, I mean, you, whenever you step on that blood, you step on that deer scent and you start circling and you start doing grid searches and stuff. Everybody that sits, stepped on that deer's track, my dog has got to work through that to find out actually what's true and what's not. And yep. so that's, oh. that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And, and if you feel like you need a dog, don't go get your sister's brother's cousin's no. uncle's Labrador. That and, one time found a dog, a deer back in 1982. Yeah, but you'd be yep. surprised at the dogs that can track a deer. You, there's been damn wiener dogs, but they were trained. Well, Justin, Justin, or Justin Russell, has got one of the best uh, uh, short hair or it's long haired. Uh, they're the wiener dogs. He's Sorry, Doc Justin. Town. I apologize Doc, if you're listening. He, he, he said town. wiener. Doc, <laughs> he said wiener. Dachshun. It's well, a wien- let's it's put a like <laughs> he's a long-haired wiener. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that little bastard um, will find your deer. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So and you Absolutely. can fix that with Manscaped. Brought to you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, our sponsor. Um, but here's the difference: is, is that our dogs are are deer specific trained. And so, like Rainy, she can go back back to the twenty-five deer thing, right? So, 
Um, now Rainy knows what she's looking for. She's old enough. She's had enough experience. I can, it, it, it is better for me to put her in search mode and just cast her out in a direction that it, no matter how many deer are out there, because she will walk along and find that one deer that has um, uh, the, the indigenous gland in the foot that has released that tarsal gland, and she will pick that up and she'll roll with it. And that's a that's released based off of adrenaline or correct. Okay. Correct. It's just like whenever a deer stomps, right? They're they're activating that indigenous gland. So whenever you shoot them, they activate that indigenous gland uh, in between their hooves, and they'll take it off. That's wow. that's why that you shoot expansion. the doe that blows exactly. at you. Exactly. Yeah. Because she's yep. scaring that, the shit out of all the other deer. And that's why Rainy always have issues finding Dwayne's deer. <laughs> Because <laughs> there's usually five or six of them that stomped and blew at him before he actually gets to kill one. Hey, Dwayne, you still there? He hung up. Did you hang up? Oh, no. son of a bitch. Dwayne. Oh, hey, y'all talking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So even, which I don't I don't know if you, since, well, Rainy has become his side bitch since fishing started. But before he got into fishing really heavy, I know Jeff used to travel Mississippi. He used to, believe it or not, they have tournaments. They have, uh, what are they Well, called? we still do. Um, well, actually, I know they still do, whether or not you go no. there or not dictates. Well, they keep canceling them because of the uh, COVID. Oh. So, actually, the we were Rona. To, Yeah, the Rona. Rona. So, it's like a competition for dogs. Yeah. UBT training. Uh, uh, yep. And uh, uh, testing and stuff like that. And um, It's kind of like the field trials for, for deer dogs. Yep. So, know. are there certifications for yes. deer yeah. or trackers? Yep. There sure is. UBT1, UBT3. Have you qualified for any of those? Uh, yes. Rainey's got UBT1. Um, really? She was supposed to test for UBT3 this year. And we were, well, last year and this year and haven't been able to. So on the first podcast, so. Dwayne got uh, UB Drunk 1. UB Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> I love you, man. That's fucking funny. Dwayne's so. like, I'm never calling in again. <laughs> Dwayne. Dwayne, you still there? Are you yeah. guys still talking? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's up? What else you got? Um, yeah, so Jeff Adams has okay. got a plethora of well, uh, of I, notes. I mean, a couple things. You know, I mean, biggest thing is is that look, if you shoot a deer, give the deer time. Whether whether it be a, with a bow, a gun, or whatever, give the deer time. Um, and that'll dictate the, whether or not you need it. A dog. Correct. What's a good rule Absolutely. of thumb on time? You say time. There, there, there the is shot. none. There is none. I mean, I mean if you I mean, if you 100% know, I just gut shot that deer. How much time? Uh, six, six to eight, eight hours. hours. Okay. Period. If if you think, ah, that deer was quarter, and I think I hit it a little back, I probably got one lung. Uh, what, four, what kind four, of? four to six hours. Yep. Four to six. Yeah. I mean, it's, it would every, be the same bit. thing that you would need to do. Those are good if questions. You were gonna, if you were going to go on a blood trip. Just straight liver. I get to the spot. There's a little gut, but so, I got dark blood. So you mean you gut shot him? Well, it was quartering. It was quartering, but hey, I got hey. some dark. I got some dark 
you know, liver blood, but there <laughs> is, the but, it, but it came out gut. Okay. Yep. All right. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, Hey, this is situational uh, stuff uh, know, because no. I mean, there's a lot of people that are making bad shots. Up there. I, That's I, I've got to, ex- right. I've got to explain this. So we went to, we were in Georgia Fuck and, you, Doug. and, and, uh, some, some good friends of ours, uh, Chris and, uh, Charlie went with us. And so Jamie shot a doe. <laughs> And, I swear to you, I liver shot. <laughs> he did so. So we all meet up. He go. He says, "Yeah, I shot one." You know, I, I'm positive I shot. I, I got shot even. And Chris says, "So what you're saying is, is you got shot?" <laughs> no, I'm like, dude, I shot it in the liver. He's like, "Oh, so you got shot?" <laughs> I'm like, no, I shot it in the liver. <laughs> I saw dark red blood. It's a liver. He's like, all right, we'll we'll find the gut shot deer tomorrow. <laughs> and so that's been a, a running joke, like yeah, for yeah. like four. Liver years does ago. not equate to guts. <laughs> so yes, Joel, let's go back to you. Absolutely. I mean, those are great questions. I mean, um, you know, here's it, number one shot that I went to last year that did not find the deer. And as a tracker, you never want to tell the person, but um, especially with gunshots, while well, I shot the deer and the deer dropped in its tracks, it laid and out there at and, the legs. And, and never moved. Okay. Well, then I was calling my buddy and, and texting my buddies and I was getting out of the deer stand and everything else. I looked up and the deer was gone, but I know I killed it because it dropped right there. <laughs> Those are, I, I mean, and, there, and, and, and granted, all of these, tra- most of the trackers that are in this area will go on that track, right? Because there's always the possibility that you hit um, something vital and you killed that deer. But we hate to hear that because the first thing we think is that's a back whack and I'm never going to find that deer. Mm-hmm. Um, because I would say out of back whacks, we probably find 20% of those deer. Um, and And it's just because... You know, I mean, it's, it's not it's high. It, it doesn't kill the deer. It, no. it wounds them and it makes yes. them drop. Yes. Yeah. But it, they'll it, get up and drag themselves off. Oh, yeah. It actually, it shocks the deer. It, 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 I've been it's there. It's enough of a force that it shocks them, throws them down on the ground. They don't move. Yeah. And you think you've killed them. And next thing, biggest thing I would tell everybody, if you shoot one and it drops in its tracks, load another round and don't don't stop looking at that deer. So rage needs to make a like a taser broadhead. <laughs> yeah. I, think, when you I, think, <laughs> I think they're developing it. It'll be out next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I so think time time is a good thing though because um, I'm the world's worst. If I shoot a deer bow gun and I know I hit it, I'm like, I gotta go check on it right now. Yeah, it's so I, hard. I gotta go. So luckily having the cell phone now, like you do, everybody yep. I can just sit there and play games. And I'm like, all right, it's been it had to be an hour and it's been ten minutes. Well, well, well here's what I ask everybody. Look. If you've got to go check it, don't go check it. Get down out of your stand, go to your truck, you know, go to your vehicle, go to your house, go to your camp, whatever. Leave the woods because the longer you sit in your stand, the more you're going to want to go check it. Oh, absolutely. And, and that deer may have, and I have been on tracks where that deer only went 25 or 30 yards in the woods and bedded up right there. And had they not pushed that deer, had not walked in the woods and, and, and kicked that deer up, that deer would have laid right there and died. So but just by going to the shot place, the deer, you just couldn't see it, and it was 20 yards from where you shot it. Absolutely. But now you went to go see where, hey, did I get blood, and now I just ran the deer out of the county. Absolutely. That's like a, a couple of years ago when when I killed those two does in a pile. 
shot the first doe. I mean, it was perfect. Second doe, she was on edge, you know, whenever I shot, I gut shot her. But where I was at, I, I could see pretty good on that ridge. She probably didn't run 40 yards and laid up. And I'm sitting in my stand. I could see her laying there, gut shot. And so I sat in that stand until you watch that head, you know, she, she, they finally get to the point they just can't hold that big old head up. And she just laid her head down and expo- you could hear it, you know. Yep. Fire. Did, you <clears throat> you cried a little bit, didn't no, you? No, no. You didn't? No. All right. So now, so now let's say, Jeff, if let's say you're hunting seven-point corner on six-point road. And it's opening weekend of bow season. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Seven point corner, six point road. Pine in the oak. Okay, so you're hunting pine in the oak, opening weekend, doe comes up and you spine it, okay? (laughs) And she kind of goes off, you know, she's running off on on her two front legs. And uh, so you climb down to try and finish that that doe off and her head keeps getting (laughs) in the way. And so you kind (laughs) of like... Push push her head out of the way. What's what what should you expect? You should expect your friend to yell at you or call you on the phone and tell you to kill that bitch. Yes, absolutely. I support this message. I don't know if y'all heard that. Did I tell the yeah, story? You did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Well, Jeff is the one that called. It took me a second. I was like, "This sounds what? like like a true, oh, no, a that true was, story." That was a true story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you going to kill that bitch? <laughs> Screaming over there for thirty minutes. So, yeah, that really happened. I well, prob- you you were I probably also- should have backed out and waited. Yeah. <laughs> When you shot that little spike in the, the head, the velvet, you were hunting yes. with us too. Yes, Doug, man. So maybe, well, hold on. So uh, maybe you need to in the jaw. It, yeah. Shot her so we we screaming away. We, we we discussed this we, we, on one of the podcasts, the one that that Jeff spooked, and Jeff swears up and down it was because he had a white bottle. Cap. Oh no, that was that. Oh, there here was it no comes. doubt about it. <laughs> here, here, no, here the it sun comes. was shining on that white bottle cap. <laughs> Back away from the mic a little bit. He's excited about oh, this yeah. story right here. <laughs> yeah, because I can already hear them telling me you know, like, <laughs> like I'm lying. You're, you're, you haven't listened no, to actually, the podcast. Actually, no. <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, I did say that uh, that that the deer spooked and come back to me yes. with a doe. Yes. And the the spike was in front, yes, and he stopped. And right when I went to release, he looked back to see where that doe was, or to look and see what it was that he was running from. I and, think Doug just shot him in the I, fucking head. I, I do too. Shot him, in, <laughs> shot him in the damn face. <laughs> he was like, "Here, I'm just gonna shoot this deer in the head and drop him right there." Yeah, it, yeah, but, uh, it did more. Yeah. Did but more. hey, Josh but, has done that. Josh has shot one in the head himself. You can't hold on. He went to the wait. You he went to the restroom. So wait, you, hey, you that is not what I want to hear. All right, Josh, you better hurry up. <laughs> so so going back to um, my little list and stuff like that. Time is everybody's friend, and uh, there's dogs out there like Rainy that it doesn't matter if it's ten hours, twenty four hours, thirty six hours, forty eight hours. Um, if you killed that deer. And you didn't, and, you know, and and the track wasn't messed up too bad. Um, if that deer's dead, those dogs will find it. You know, Randy will, Randy Bix will, uh, Jeremy Kiefer's got some great dogs out there. 
Brandon Stevens got a great dog out there. So, I mean, last year um, we tracked two, and and the oldest one um, that me and Brandon Stevens tracked together was like 48 hours old. And, uh, um, you know, I mean, Rainy, well, Rainy was so tired, I'd ran her just to death. She couldn't get out of the truck. And um, so uh, Rainy and uh, Maggie went out there. 48 hours old and they found the deer. So, wow. I mean, you know, yeah, time, you know, but please give the deer time. Now, so you how, do have another dog, Stormy, that's getting pretty good, dog. Yeah, that, right? uh, yeah, Stormy and, well, Stormy and Maggie are the ones that uh, actually found that deer. Uh, and Jeff is a guy that, how many dogs you got? Uh, five right now. So, I've and got, how many of them track? Uh, two, three of them. Three? Yep. Three of them track. So, um, Going back to uh, just to hit on a couple of high points and, you know, information, please, you know, I mean, give us all the information. We're not going to be mad. Um, you know, really not, you know, like if, was, if, it doesn't matter to you guys. No, it really doesn't. If I mean, six guys were tracking that deer. Let, I, I don't care. I, right. I mean, it, actually, it makes it easier for us to know what the deer did, what the people have done, where they have been, where they haven't been and stuff like that. Um, you know, so let us, let us know for sure exactly what happened. How many, you know, I mean, don't, don't call a buddies while you're waiting on us. And, and that was one of my key points is too. sometimes people will call us as trackers and we listen to your story and we know we've got to give that to you. Cause let's say you, you just shot that deer two hours ago, you went and tracked it and you jumped that deer. I know I need to let that deer lay for another three or four hours, right? And if it's 10 o'clock at night, like, we're going to do this the next morning. Correct. But they want you out there that night. They can't be patient. They, they're like, I know I got to find this deer. Or either they're thinking about, well, I got to find this deer so I can go hunting tomorrow morning. Well, wait, you've already killed the buck of your lifetime, so, you know, let's get this one under your belt. And I don't, I don't, I don't know if any, how many of you guys are on, like, the Florida blood trailing network or nose to the ground but you see that all the time you'll see somebody post on there you know hey i need a dog in you know whatever wildlife management area in south florida because that's what's open right now and so three or four trackers you know i can't get to it right now you know i'm I'm on a track it may be six hours you know whatnot what have you and then you know somewhere along that thread you'll see uh you know my my bu- my buddy Joel has a uh, you know a stinker doodle and <laughs> and he, he got a stinker doodle <laughs> and, and he 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 thinks that you know that she'll track a, a deer so we're going to take the dog out there yep. you know do a favor to the trackers okay so there's other hunters out there that may actually give a shit and and want f- for real for that 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 tracker to come if that tracker has agreed to come and track your deer you know then let that tracker come and, and track your deer don't don't let him be on a track and tell you okay well as soon as i finish this i will go you know track that deer for you and he may have two or three other calls during that time you know and and then he's turning down these tracks now yep. you know i've already i've already promised you know jamie that i'm gonna go, go track his and josh and joel are sitting there well like sh- you know i don't is there another tracker in our county so don't 
if if you're going to do that, then just do it and stick with it. If not, have the courtesy to call that tracker and say, hey, you know, Joel Stinkerdoodle is going to come out here and stink everything up. <laughs> uh, I think we're good. That, you know, I mean, here's the thing is, that's a great point. Uh, last year, I've already already said that, you know, I mean, we tracked well over 60 tracks or up to 60 tracks last year. And there's really only one track that that I would say that I really got upset with is because I knew, uh, one, you've got to do your research and look at people's Facebook pages and, and look at their posts and stuff like that. I mean, Rainy uh, was, uh, especially last year, uh, she was spot on. She wasn't missing anything. She was catching deer left. And, or, well, excuse me. She, you got to you got to edit that. No, she you literally. You you can't say that. She was catching up no. to deer as they were. You, running. Yes, she was catching up to them while they were running. Correct. Um, but uh, <laughs> thank you, FWC. And and for um, those of but, y'all that run those pages on there, y'all probably need to take those fucking pictures down. But yeah. So but so I had a track called to me. And I told the guy I would come. I knew the deer needed time. Um, there, it, it was a big buck. And um, so that I was out tracking in Geneva and um, Greensboro, Georgiana, all that up there. And I, I just couldn't get to it that night. No, none of the other good trackers could get to it that night. Somebody else told him, oh, I'll come do it. And I'm like, just wait, please. So he took his dog out there, tracked it, and jumped the deer. Dog come running back at him, went the other direction, and wouldn't go back in the woods, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so the guy big calls deer me. deer scared the shit out oh, of him. Oh, yeah, the big deer scared the poop out of him. <laughs> the guy calls me and tells me the story, and I said, well, look, just be patient. I said, I'll take my dog to work tomorrow. I'll leave early enough that I can come, and we'll find your deer. We we will either find it or we will catch up to the deer. Yeah, especially at this point, since you've already boogered everything up. And oh yeah, you've done yeah. blown him two counties over. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, next morning I didn't show up as early as this guy wanted me to. So the same guy that had went out the the night before gets his buddy to take a dog out there, and they start pushing this deer. So they and didn't have a stinker doodle. They had a shitter. They doodle. had a shitter doodle. <laughs> <laughs> and they actually pushed this deer onto and and literally saw the deer several times, but the dog that they had wouldn't bay, wouldn't catch, wouldn't nothing. And so, and I'm like, not that Rainy does. No, no, she catches up to him. She right. says hello. She's hey, she's big enough. And uh, <clears throat> so they actually pushed the deer onto another piece of property, and they lose the deer. And I and I don't find out this until I'm in the truck headed their way, on the way to go take care of this deer. To where? Huh? On the way to their property. To where? Like Georgiana? It, it, no, it was actually south of uh, Dothan. Okay, so it wasn't like around it wasn't the local. No, it was two hours away. Oh wow! Yeah. So, so there's an expense. There's money. There's gas. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They haven't even said anything about. Or did you know about? No, he was on no, the road. No, I had left work on the road to them and said, "Hey, I'm on my way. I'll be there in just a little bit and stuff. It'd take me about an hour and forty five minutes to get there." And then they call and say, "Hey, well, you might not want to show up because this is what happened." And I'm like, "Are you serious?" And they were like, well, you were taking so long, and so-and-so said, 
I said, well, the dog he sent out last night didn't do it. And the dog you sent out today didn't do it if you'd have just waited. But so my whole point being is, is that do a little bit of research. And, you know, I mean, it's okay to, to, there are young trackers out there. I was a young tracker, but I cut my teeth on the guys I know. Right. You know, I got the experience with my dogs, with people that I knew and just built from there. Um, but and, you did it. You did it the right way. You tracked one track deer you knew were dead. Yep. Gave Rainy the win. Yep. And then have learned progressively from that point. Yes. Yep. <clears throat> so, um, but yeah, that's a, that's a you know it's, it's it's huge. Be be honest with the the tracker and stuff like that. Um, so so how do how do people here in the Florida Panhandle? North South Alabama, Southern Alabama. How do they find you on the bathroom stalls for a good time? For a good time call. Um, Eight we're on. We're on nose to the ground. We're on the Alabama uh, Blood Trail Network, the Florida Blood Trail Network. Um, and these can be found on like Facebook, Facebook and stuff. So, like that. so easiest and way. and we also have. Um, uh, I've created our own uh, all-weather tracking. So that's um, just you and Rainy. That's just me and Rainy, and uh, and I I publicize Rainy because everybody knows her. Uh, they don't know my name, but they know Rainy's name. And right. uh, um, then, of course, I'm starting to work in Stormy, which is one hell of a tracking dog. Um. What? And then um, then we're getting the, uh, uh, I've got a blue tick that I'm going to run this year with me. And who's the blue tick? What's his name? Her name. River. So you have a river, a rainy, and a stormy. stormy. So, and, and I actually have Kane, too, which is my 100-pound Catahoula that if you see God him. Goddamn, those dogs are that big by now. Yes. I haven't seen you in like yes. six months. Oh, no. No, so Kane, all, Kane's 100 pounds. Every one of those names are all weather. Oh, all no, weather. No, oh, no, no, no. So that's, that's, why, that's why we have all weather tracking. Oh, look at you. That's Sir. smart. That's smart. Yeah. Oh, see, Marketing I, I, motherfucker, I, you. I was just thinking, like, <laughs> Jeff's a pimp, and he's he's got stormy and rainy. You know, no, like stripper no. names? Yeah. <laughs> no, whenever I started that. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen put your hands to together me. for rainy. <laughs> welcome to the main stage. <laughs> we, we have rainy. Nope. So Rainy's a stripper. Yeah, awesome. she is. So, so how how many in her tracking career? How many finds do you think Rainy has? Like a percentage wise, like if you figure, if you take half, right? Yeah. Um, two. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably sixty to eighty. Okay. In her finds. Yep. So, so and um, Jeff and I, Jeff and I talked about this earlier. Yep. So, like you would think that the Recovery percentage was higher. I, I I really did. And what you you say it was like forty. Uh, it, it, well, so all of your like known trackers, right? Um, they're going to tell you if you can get a recovery rate of forty to fifty percent, you are in the top echelon of tracking. Yeah. Um, and because there's so many factors, um, and, and majority of the recoveries that we don't recover. I would say probably 80% of the recoveries are the ones that we don't recover. It's because they're still alive. Now, whenever I say still alive, 
they're still alive at the time of the at track. the time of the track, correct? And that deer is still moving, and there's no way to get ahead of that deer. So actually, remember the track that we did last year on the hunt on that big seven point that kid shot that Rainy actually went through the group of hogs. Yep, yep. That that's so, your that's your local. Weeks later, frequent flyer that buck it? was actually seen again. Yes, so that was so. Rainy went through a group of hogs. Oh yeah. After oh, oh wow. yeah, she went through hogs. She went through does. She. So this deer was shot. Yeah, talk afternoon. about that because because that's it. I started to bring you up, Dwayne, earlier whenever uh, he was talking about that because that's a prime example of her working that because that track actually she was working that track downwind whenever she crossed that road. So a good buddy of mine shot a good buck one afternoon found a little bit of blood he'd watched the buck bed down and got up and ran off well i talked him out of backing out the next morning we got jeff out there and he put rainy on it and rainy took off um i stayed back kind of found a little bit of blood next thing i know jeff and rainy are gone he texts me goes where are you at i was like trying to find you he sends me a pin he's like 600 yards away so we go to running to try and catch up with him at that time they had done the buck had then run through a group of hogs because they had jumped him. He run through a bunch of bedded hogs. Rainy kept going right through him, didn't even phase her. Um, ended up going across the road and about close to, what, a 1,000 yards in? Yep. We'd actually come up on another hunter that had just shot a doe not five minutes before we got there. And she went about 40 yards from him and fell over dead. We ended up finding, her, finding his doe because the buck had ran by him somewhere. And from there, with that doe being freshly killed, it just kind of messed everything up right there. Well, and you could see her in that track. She went yeah. from tracking that buck to she threw her head up in the wind and went right to the freshest blood. And because and, he had kind of whatever that smell, what did you call it? Uh, what gland? The uh, indigenous gland. So the doe that he had just shot. Yes. Was that like that was just there well, it was correct very strong and and well, so well he had gut shot her yeah and so that smell of the gut shot was really strong i ended up finishing the deer off for him with a and pocket knife so you <laughs> so you had you, you you had the blood you had the guts and so that's why i went back whenever i was talking about the indigenous gland talking about tracking with blood specific deer well she was tracking a specific deer and stayed on that buck but whenever she got downwind of that fresh blood and guts i She's used to smelling all these other deer. She won't track, but whenever she smelled that, it was so strong that she was like, she knew that that was that deer that she was tracking. And, of course, whenever I found out which deer it was, which we thought it was, what did we do, Dwayne? Oh, you got on to her. She yeah. knew she would, had done something wrong. Uh, and, she could tell she wasn't yep. as happy. <laughs> and and whenever we went back, because then... It was then, probably hard to reset her at that point. Well, we never reset her, but what we did do is we went back to the road where she crossed the road because there's the doubt in your head, well, was she actually tracking that the, the right deer? Well, we Is do, this on the... Yeah. Okay. Um, so... You just went full retard. So so on on that on that actual track, um, we went back to the road and we knew that that deer oh. had a broke leg. That was that either sex, uh, December sixth. Okay, I got you. Yeah. So, but uh, we went back, looked at the road, and sure enough, where that where she had crossed the road about thirty yards up from there, upwind we found a three-legged deer track coming across there. So 
we knew that whenever she crossed that road, she was dead on that buck. So why didn't she find that leg? <laughs> I mean, he lost it somewhere. <laughs> there was a three-legged deer, and you couldn't find that fourth leg? That's exactly right. She ate it for dinner. <laughs> Uh, so, hey, so well, what? So, welcome to the what, Southern Public uh, Podcast. Yes, fucking so in your four years, solid four years of tracking, you've probably got some stories that we're not going to talk about on the air. Yeah, but what would be like right off the top of your head the craziest track that you've done? Yeah, and and it's well, great, you know, because like, w- but if it, you're asking that, well, you're, you're now, asking well, for but, successful but, or non-successful, yeah. well, just the craziest shit that happened on a track, you know, because like you can follow some of the the Florida Blood Trailing Network and those guys that track down south, they they deal with gators and you know and all that. I mean, what is the craziest? I mean, did you have have you ever got on a track and? come up on the the deer and it's in a bear's mouth or i mean what kind of crazy shit Barry, <laughs> you've, like, had so, that, you've had that before no, not personally Shane's story track. was pretty crazy but just you know i mean come up and found the deer and the deer was buried you know a bear had got it and covered it up was coming yes. back you yes know? we found those We've had. So, uh, what would be your crate? Like your you you don't think that ever again that kind of track will happen? Um, naked women I, run across the I field, mean, whatever. No, I wish. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn! Welcome I'm in to trouble. the stage. I'm damn in trouble now. You know. Um, I don't know because I'll have to say that in most cases I'm so blinded by I'm so focused. I mean, y'all know me. I, whenever I'm in love with something, I get so focused that I lose all the other outside stuff. I, I would say the coolest one, like you were talking about, is, is that um, it wasn't a long track, but it was a deer that was shot on a food plot. There was a bunch of other deer around it. Um, it was raining at the time. Was this Elba? Um, it was Elba. I know and, um, you know, the, the guy shot the deer. Deer took off running. Um, and it was pouring down rain. I said, look, he called me and said, I said, look, just walk out there, mark about where you think that deer was standing and then just back out. And he's like, well, aren't we going to track? And I was like, no, just leave it late. I said, a matter of fact, tomorrow morning, you're going to hunt tomorrow morning. And then after it gets daylight and everything else, we're going to go over there. We're going to put rainy on it and find the deer. And sure enough, walk right over there. I put rainy in search mode. She walks down the food plot without me even showing her where the deer was she immediately picks up the scent makes a left-hand turn goes straight down to the bottom working down to the bottom and i see her kind of like flag and make a loop and i'm like what the heck is going on walk right up there and lo and behold you know uh a, a cat or a bear had um ate half of the deer's ham and then covered the whole deer up with uh um uh, leaves and grass and stuff like that um, then uh, there's a lot of those. I mean, well, then shit, before, on before egg. you even tracking, Brittany shot a deer and you walked up on it and a bear. Oh yeah. Was like dragging that shit off. Uh, trying oh yeah. To get your deer. Yeah. That's so the given day. Well, and yeah, that's, that was on a different, that was on a wildlife management area though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But no, I'm just still, referring as far as far as his track. I mean, but he can track on a wildlife management. The coolest as well. No, uh, the coolest track that I I went on last year, I almost died on. Um, you want to talk about something fun? Put a pair of waders on, have have the river flowing. 
your dog crosses the river and you're like, oh yeah, I can walk. And, and you, you go to cross the river and all of a sudden the bottom drops out of it. And if it's not for the guy like waiting there and, and pulling you out, Oh no! The river is fixing to suck me down the down the river because your waders because my up. waders were filling up. Yep, yeah. <laughs> uh, scariest moment ever in my entire life. Um, is it so. the scariest? Yeah, I mean because I was scared to death because if, if what, it, what about when you flip the four wheeler over <laughs> on no. yourself in the no. in the creek? Up nope. There, what about when no. the bear? What about the bears when no. we had to come and get you? No, 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 because <laughs> no because we were down the river. So if it had sucked me down there. Uh, no, there would have been no getting me. I'd have been turtle bait. I don't know. On that, that lease up there where Joel, where you killed Jamie's deer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very familiar. Yeah. So, so they were trying to get to the North side of that property and uh, the only way through it was a, a, this deep ravine. And God damn, I think I was on the back of the four wheeler. No, with you. no. Well, up to the, up to and then Jeff was going to cross it by himself, and he he went down into the creek and come up out of the creek and was going to go up the other side and roll the four-wheeler out over on top of him. I think and yeah. everybody's standing up on top of the hill, and all they see is four tires, and every now and then Jeff's lips come out of the water as he was gasping for air. The water wasn't six inches deep. And Jeff is like, fucking save me. Save me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, shit like that fucking happens. And it's funny after the moment. But in the moment, I'm like... Holy, Holy shit, shit I'm going to fucking see my friend die. <laughs> and then he lifts his head up and it's only like six inches. It was more than six <laughs> inches because I, bar- I could barely get my head out yeah, of no, it. Yeah, no, I, I uh, remember he, that story. Uh, yeah. It was like he... It, it was farther than he, six inches. He had to stretch with everything he had to like get his face out of the water <laughs> to, to gasp for, for air. And then he would he would get air and he would go... He'd pull his head back under because he... he had was, they not been there... I'd have, he would have died. Right I'd have there. died right there, underneath a four wheeler. Yep, drunk. Yep. So, oh, we. So, oh, yeah. So, so alcohol was involved. Too. <laughs> I'm sorry, a lot of alcohol. That Jamie, night. Jamie, and Carmen had to y'all run down there and pull the four wheeler off of him. Yep. Yep. I was. I, I felt really strong. I'm like, I'm lifting this four wheeler. Like I just lifted it up. <laughs> And whenever I jumped up, I had a big slash in my head, and I was blood yeah. all over the place, and I was more worried about the four-wheeler than I was myself. I think we hunted the next morning, though. I'm so sure it we was, did. You know, it, was, so. it was all good. Oh, God dang, those were... The, yeah. Dude, we could sit here and just talk for hours about all the oh, yeah. crazy-ass stories we got. Any other questions, Joel? I was thinking I probably next next podcast, I probably need to bring that, that big seven-point in on a plaque and put it over there by Jamie C. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, there's pictures of it. You know, and I told you before... I've never you, seen those. When never you, seen them. When, when you part. told that story, after you shot that deer, Jeff called me. He's like, hey, man, I'm... Uh, just letting you know that that I, I brought this guy up to the lease and and he shot that deer. I know where you were hunting and he shot a he shot a nice buck. So I, I just want to let you know. I, like, I, that's cool. I think I've got a picture of it. That's one of my coolest stories, man. I mean, I got some pretty pretty cool hunting stories, but like that one. Yeah, but wait a sec. That was coolest because I, I I sent you right there and I was like, and then we're on the phone. And, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you heard him. Phone. You heard him shoot that deer. Oh yeah, I heard him yeah. shoot the deer. Well, 
You know, so, so you've got to wait. So you've got to listen to the podcast. Okay, you've got to go back because we talk about this story. The follow up to and, that and, story, and, and Joel even goes into the whole. You know, Jeff was like, "Holy shit, that was fucking awesome!" Like <laughs> I, I heard, I heard it on the phone, and then it come across through the sky. Yep, 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 <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That'd be right. So. Well, and, and I told you it, when you told that story. So that same that little pocket of planted pines is I shot that that eight point on the like kind of the opposite corner of where yep. he shot his deer. Yep. And there, dude, there were some bucks up there for sure. For sure. I don't know how far Jeff was that day, but he was kind of over that direction somewhere. I was a long way. Away. I, I mean, I, I just heard I, the gunshot. I, I, I you were behind three quarters of a mile away. Yeah. yeah. You were over behind North of one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You were trying to kill Brad's bucks. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. So, so Jamie, do you still have the pictures of? So no, I, ha- so, I have. So where where he killed that buck? I don't remember what stand number that was. But so it, so it you really come was. Yeah. You, you, so you came up and the road split, right? There was the the four way, the main. And well, you 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 came up the main road and you turned right and it went through the middle of Plant of Pines, right. which you we turned, talked about. Where that's kind of the ideal place, you know, and. and and You're he getting had said off track that, of what I'm talking about. Uh, my bad. So right. you don't remember the big buck you had on camera? Oh, the big six the, point? The big six point, yeah. Yeah, no. You no. don't have pictures of that anymore? That's me. Did you, we you got him? We hunted that deer for free. No, but he, he got pictures of him. Oh, yeah. talking about oh, pig. Yeah. yeah, but even after he left. Well, no, that, but my question, because, because like, that's, that would be a picture to put on our Facebook and and all that. I've got pig. Oh, yeah. We have pictures pig. of pig. That's a big deer. Mm-hmm. Pig, and as a matter of fact, the year that he, the, the year that he died. Um, was it on dogs or was it not? No, it was not on dogs. And he was not killed anywhere where we would have ever thought him to be killed. But um, the, the, the year that he died, he actually had, he was old enough that he had actually decreased in size to what he was the year before. Um, yeah, but, that was a but big that was, that, that was pig. And as a matter of fact, Brittany has a deer, her deer that she killed off of somebody else's property. Um, we used his hide because the guy that killed pig did not want to mount him. He just wanted to skull mount him. And so we took his hide and because we'd hunted him so much and put him on one of Brittany's deer. So do you remember Tank? I do not remember Tank. In the triangle section, the six point? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Back, back. 35 millimeters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, so and, and so we're talking Florida Panhandle public. What what would you say that deer went? 200? Yeah. Be like weight or Oh weight. yeah, like yeah. weight. Yeah, weight. Yeah, like Sorry, just, just got to pee. It, I mean a tank of a 6 point and old. I mean just and he and he died of old age. Nobody ever killed him. We never go looking for Sheds in those areas we hunt. Too fucking hot. <clears throat> Fair enough. Dude, what's wrong with your eyes? <laughs> I think <laughs> Jeff brought some kind hey, of moonshine. Hey, Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Jamie's taking your place tonight. Holy shit, I think I got drunk tonight. Dang. Here's that picture, dude. You can't zoom in. but It's little bitty, but... Well, I mean, it, it pixels out bad, but that's that's him. That's a decent deer. 
Is that you at the at the uh, skin and rack? Yeah, yeah. I've yeah, got a, like a for real picture of that. Somewhere. Do you? Yeah. So I don't. I yep. killed a I killed a good six point and a good eight point, and had that same picture on that <laughs> skin and rack. So for I've real? got that, and uh, so no. I would have killed that deer if you hadn't shot him before I got there. Now, did you hunt Sneaky there uh, again? No, that was. So I've got a picture of. I only you. went that one weekend. I think. I've got a picture of you with two bucks at the skin and rack. Mm, let's see it. I don't, dude, I have to dig up my shit. Unless it was something that you had. Oh, here's another picture of the Look, same deer. I got the advice I got to give. If you hunt with Joel, you better make oh, sure you have extra bullets and extra arrows because somebody's going to finish off his animals for him. God dang, did yeah. you hear that, Joel? I don't pay attention to what I've had to do it three times so far. Josh, you've been hey, if it weren't for coyotes, Dwayne wouldn't have oh, half the deer he's got. <laughs> yep, that's him. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I remember. I shot bigger deer than that up there. Just saying. I shot the the eight point Jeff was hunting. So so I've had enough time because you asked me about some unique tracks and stuff yep. like that. So um, I did think about probably the most scared I've been for my dog because I talked about the one where I almost drowned. Um, Brandon Stevens and I responded to a uh, track last year that was, um, and and it goes back to people giving a deer time to die. And uh, they shot it uh, one afternoon. Um, They had tracked it that afternoon and pushed it. Um, I couldn't get up there. Next morning, um, there again, um, they told me, hey, don't worry about coming and stuff like that. You know, we're, we're going to track it ourselves and stuff like that. So they, they hunt that next morning. They get back on that deer. They start tracking it, and they keep pushing this deer. I finally, um, I you know, I, I, I kept telling people, hey, look, I'll come track the deer. And they were like, oh, no, don't worry about it. Well, then I get Brandon because me and Brandon are, are tracking together. So he sees a post on on the page, and they're like, you know, so he calls them. And he's like, and, and they're like, yeah, that's fine if you want to come on up here. And, and I'm like, well, that sounds like the people that I just talked to. So anyways, we end up getting getting in touch with these people. We go up there and track this deer. And they have now tracked this deer for like two and a half miles across people's properties and everything else and stuff. And then finally we were able to look just back out, let the deer alone. So they did. We get up there. We put Maggie and uh, Rainy out there. Um, Maggie takes off. Rainy takes off. Um, next thing I know, Maggie's baying. Rainy goes charging in there. <clears throat> and, of course, Rainy takes the deer head on. And the deer actually, uh, and, and we're talking about a 250-pound deer, absolutely 250-pound deer, actually takes and grabs Rainy. And she's at the time eighty, like with the deer with his antlers. Oh yeah, yeah, with his antlers. Hooks her. So eighty, you know, Rainey's eighty-two, eighty-five pounds. He hooks her, pushes her into the ground, and literally throws her up in the air. She flips over and stuff, and the deer takes off running. And uh, so this happens three times, and we finally get the deer bait up to where we could go ahead and dispatch, you know, dispatch that dispatch the deer. Come to find out, the shot placement which was supposed to be uh, a good shot the shot placement broke the um just below the uh left front shoulder elbow broke that bone off and then on his right hoof broke his uh, blew his uh, right hoof off 
So the deer had no front legs. So he had no front legs. So you can imagine how pissed off that deer was whenever whenever our dogs got up in there. I mean, he was fully capable of doing everything he needed to do to defend himself. And those those you know, those those people did an honest job in trying to track it, but if they just backed out, we could have put that deer down twenty four hours earlier. Twenty four hours earlier. Yep. Yeah, because he wasn't going to go far. He was just, and they could attract him. He was him. in survival mode because. Correct. Yeah. Yep, and they could attract him for 50 miles. I mean, he was going to c- continue to go. They would have never got in front of that deer. Yeah, that shit, those deer have a huge. Yep. Yeah. They they want to live. Yep. And, the, and they're going to do everything they can do to make that happen. Yep. So, but but that's that's the scariest I've been for my dog is, is that because, and and Rainy learned a, a big lesson there because she doesn't just go up to all you know was, all the deer anymore. Now she's horn shy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she 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 has no problem with doing her job, but but she 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 thinks twice about running up there and grabbing a hold of one. Well, I would say that my probably my biggest gripe for the social media side of the dog trailing, chasing, whatever, is the videos and the pictures that get put on there, you know. So we have a hard enough time, you know, uh, legitimizing uh, dog hunting yep. in general, yep. you know. Um, and then, and I don't even, I, I think it may be... Uh, if you go to their Facebook page, their cover photo is two dogs that's got a buck that they've latched onto this buck, you know, and the buck's very much alive and very much trying to defend itself. That's not what we need to put out there. Yep. I and mean, we, and we struggle enough yep. internally with the inner fighting of, you know, uh, dog hunters are outlaws, crossbow hunters are sh- lazy, you know, hunters in, in their own right demonize themselves enough without putting anything out there for the public to jump on board and say, what the hell? This is why we need to shut this down. Well, and I'll say this. So bringing that up in the Florida uh, Blood Trail Network Mm -hmm. and also in the Alabama Blood Trail Network, if you post one of those, the admin will go in there and they will take it down and they will send you a nasty gram and let you know, do not do this. Well, I I think last year there was a big shit show with the trackers... I, see, I can't even I can't even go the, into who this is without giving it away. Yeah, there there was, and 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 that's the reason why. I mean, we just you know I mean so we police ourselves. Um, sometimes something gets posted um, that shouldn't be there, and then we have to come back and police ourselves and stuff like that. Uh, and we do a pretty good job of that. Yeah, you know, on, um, on that side, yes. Yep. Or whatever that. I mean, I can tell you that it's... Yep. So, well, and, and a lot of it also has to do with education. So in, in those, one of the things that we were going to do in our seminar this year, which was supposed to happen in September for the North Florida uh, Blood Trail Network, was is we were going to educate people, and in the Alabama Blood Trail Network, educate people on what to post and what not to post, how to post it, and stuff like that. Because people don't know it, but we do have a closed group. So if there's stuff that we want to share internally, internally, we share it to the closed group that we know of that it's just trackers. Right. So right? if you get a dick pic, you get a dick pic. You know? <laughs> Who's saying that? <laughs> Dwayne, was that you? 
So, but yeah, I mean, we, we so into, I, I know you guys work, you don't, you don't request money, but so what's the normal. So if a guy a comes question. over from Jacksonville or <clears throat> you know, even a local dude that that's hunting where you're kind of local too. Yep. And they call you, find you on Facebook and they're like, Hey, I got a, I shot a nice buck. I need to track it. Kind of what, not that you expect any money. But what's the norm for like, hey, here's a, we appreciate you doing what you do. We appreciate your dog. Here's what we give you. You know, we appreciate you. A good donation and an average donation is 40 to $60. Man, that's cheap. Holy yeah, shit, is that's it? really cheap. I was, I mean, I'm, he's saying that, I'm like, $25. <laughs> I'm thinking no. like 100 bucks. No, no. No, I mean, but, it, no, hold on. So, but it also, it also is dictated off of, so, like, if you come to the Panhandle from Jacksonville, it's a hundred bucks. But minimum. if you live in the Panhandle, if you live in the Panhandle, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, because hey, hey, you have hey, you have these, I mean, you can, have these well, expensive. well, let's let, let me say this. Let me so, say this. Can can we go into statistics and say in January and February, are you tracking more for? Local, or are you tracking more for like those guys from Jacksonville? <laughs> I would say that I'm tracking more for people. <laughs> I, I would say that I'm tracking more because remember, I track Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. That's not what I asked. So, so, <laughs> so by far, I, tro- I track more for non locals no matter where I'm hunting. Or where I'm tracking. That's a right. that would shit be, answer. Uh, th- that is political that, answer. Right that is right. a political answer, and that His is answer a, is I mean, Jacksonville. No. <laughs> and, um, and, I, and, and so for all you dudes that find Jeff on on Facebook, just know that not that he's expecting anything, but I would suggest you offer forty to sixty bucks. Absolutely. I mean, just to pay for the gas, the dog, yep. the, you know, all yep. his his expertise and and what his dog can do. Well, forty, I, 40 to sixty bucks to find a dang trophy that's buck is that's very cheap. I, I mean, you're going to pay five times that for a taxidermist. I mean, I would pay that for a doe, and and, and, I mean, and that's I, my point. And, and, dude, and, that, and you know how much hamburger is, right? And uh, so so imagine whenever you show up to, uh, there again. I don't want to get you know, but forty to sixty bucks, like I say, is your average. The best donation that I had last year was $280, and I didn't even find the deer. But what I did tell the guy is, is that your deer is still alive. You'll find him. You'll you'll get another picture of him. That deer will be back. And that night, he got the deer on the same corn feeder that he shot the deer at that, that day. And we tracked him that day. And the deer kept going around and around and around in a circle. And I'm like, dude, your deer is alive. You're, I'm telling you. And I showed him on GPS because I track it. I, I track our tracks by GPS on the phone and GPS on my uh, T100. Yeah, your dog's your collar. collar. Correct. Right. And and literally, this deer was just taking us around and around in a circle. And I, I told the guy, I said, look, your deer is alive. We cannot get in front of your deer. He's going to be alive. The guy gave me a $280 donation that night on his corn feeder that he shot that deer at that morning, that deer showed back up. And 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 what he had done was he had just hit the spine 
and are you know just above the in no man's land, but instead of below, he hit it above, just not so, hair off the top of it, at, at, which put blood and meat right there and hair, and that's what happened. Um, you know, so I, but and then I've showed up at ones where, like, I actually busted my rear end. Um, Rainy Buster, her rear end. We found the deer, and the guys give me nothing. So. You know, I take them all. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter, but it does help. So a couple bucks is is by far, dude. If somebody yeah, handed I mean, me a dollar, me five dollars, yeah, right. exactly. If somebody says, "Look, I have nothing in my pocket, I, but I have five dollars," like I'm shooting this deer to feed my family. Yep, like, yeah, fair enough. Whatever. Um, well, and here's but we also ben- take nowadays. Well, hey, I you have Ven- Venmo. Well, you have Venmo. You PayPal. have Cash App. You have PayPal. You have all these. So, you know, I mean, there are ways. And, but and Stormy and Rainy have their only fans dot com. Here's the benefit to being friends with the guy that has a tracking dog. Yep. you typically can just pay him in Natty Light. <laughs> I'll track for any of y'all. So. But yeah, I mean, and and the other thing to look at is if you call a tracker, and I'm it's not even Jeff, I mean, if, if, if you call a tracker regardless of where you live, if nine times out of ten, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you're going to say, you know, all right, well, I'm coming from Crestview. Yep. You know, it's going to take me two hours to get there. Yep. You think about that, you know, because you've got two hours to, to make arrangements. You know, you're, yep. you know, so even if you, you're just running down to, to the little country store and buying a six pack, or you're going to take that $6 and whatever you've got, but take into consideration the fact that this guy is going to drive two hours to come down here and, and track my deer for me. Well, even on, so that's a great point. Even on local tracks, right. That are right down the road on average you're looking at three to four hours by the time i leave my house i or even if i'm out in the woods already by the yeah, time i you, get you to your site too. correct because so. because whenever i get to the site and anybody that's heard me track especially for the first time i get to the site i go over and i want to talk to the hunter again because here's the thing is time is on my side the more time i give that deer the, the, the better off it is. So a lot of times I I linger things out. I draw things out. I'll be there. And then even whenever I get there, I kind of drag my feet. I get my dog ready. I get myself ready. I go talk to the hunter. I do all these things, buying myself time. Um, and then we go do the track. Uh, if we find the deer, um, there have been several occasions where the people that I were with, could not drag that deer out. So if I if they would have found it, they would have had no way to drag it out. And I've normally will track the deer, find the deer, and drag the deer out for them, and all for forty bucks. So yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not it's, like you're you're going down and you're tracking for you know a mile and a half and oh well, there's your deer. Thank you guys. I'll see you later. No, I never leave. I have never left. Even even whenever I've been upset, I have never left a hunter in the woods by themselves. Right. I mean, I've always got them back to their truck, back to wherever, and if they kill, if we find the deer, dude, I always ensure that I help get that deer out of the woods. Um, that's just what I do because I do it 
because and, and, and most of us trackers do. And we will I will. I will I will say this and and I'm not Jeff, but I Jeff honestly 100% does not do this for the money. Straight no. up and down, it, it it's not about the dollar. I I would I would honestly go out on a limb and say that if Jeff tracked all year long and never received a dollar, the he, next yeah, year he, he's going to be year. tracking. For sure. So it's yep. not about that. So don't don't get it in your head that you're calling this tracker because he wants to make money. At yeah, the most, same time, most of these guys have a passion for it. Well, and, at and the same time, there are those trackers out there. I mean, I, I won't mention his name. There's one that is like notorious <laughs> for it, and this dude's batshit crazy. And <laughs> and yeah, I mean, he <laughs> he wants you know. If if he if he tracks a deer fifty yards, he wants a hundred bucks. You know. Yep. <clears throat> Even if he doesn't find anything. No. Yeah. No. So and uh, another so like I was listening to a pod. I think it was Working Class Bowhunters. I was listening to their podcast and they they did a thing about tracking dogs. You guys, if if you're giving these trackers fifty sixty dollars, you need to you need to count your blessings because I promise you, go. Listen to the podcast for working class bow hunters on tracking dogs. These guys are charging fifteen hundred dollars. God dang! To go track a deer, I so, promise you, I'm not making this shit up. Jeff, are you up on like? And uh, I, I know you track Alabama, what? Georgia, Can Florida. Can you say right? that again? I know you're up on. Uh, 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 <laughs> you're up on uh, what? <laughs> what now? Can, Look, it's my turn to be drunk on this podcast. <laughs> I'm tracking Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. Yeah? Can I get a, oh, yeah. So what's the question? <laughs> I, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> well, but yeah, so that's your 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 area of, yes, where people can call you is Georgia, Florida, Alabama. Yes. And yep. you, they can find you on Facebook. Yep, they can find me on the Facebook. I've got my business cards out, posted out. Hey. So I recently actually just posted a picture of his business card on the Southern Podcast Facebook page. Thanks. Oh, so anybody cool. that listens I to us, they can go to our Facebook page and see it. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And thanks for bringing up all those topics and stuff like that. It does help. I mean, and you're right, Doug. I don't do it for the money. Um, but, uh, I mean, one of the things that, it, you know, so last year um, – the donations that I did receive um, went to buy in, uh, especially like after um, Rainy um, uh, got got beat up by that big deer. Uh, I went and bought her a, a, a cut vest, um, a, a, but but it was specifically um, they they made it for her. Um, they fit her size and stuff like that. So the money went right back into her. The money goes back into making sure my dogs have the rattlesnake vaccine so that if they get by a rattlesnake and stuff like that, they're not going to, you know, hopefully they're not going to die right away um, or at least be able to get them to the vet. Um, goes back into running tracking collar, huh? What? So they make a, 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 first I've ever heard of a rattlesnake vaccine. Yes, they make a rattlesnake vaccine. Your dog needs two doses of it every year. Um, and it, it's like an antibody. And so then that way, if a rattlesnake, um, bites them, 
it, they already have the antibodies to fight off that um, that bite. So can I get that like in July before I start sure. summer scouting? <laughs> sure. A good pair of snake boots would be a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say, buy yourself a good pair of snake boots. You'd be so right. So y'all discussed uh, how to contact you? Yeah, through Facebook, uh, you know. The, you, and what's, what's the... The link or the... Well, uh, basically going on to the Alabama um, Blood Trail Network or the Florida Blood Trail Network. Um, you can, can they also, just look on there Have you got Jeff your Adams? Facebook up? No. I, I mean, I've got my own personal one. Uh, but you don't have your no. weather guard? Oh. No, all weather All tracking. weather. All weather all tracking. tracking. Well, you need to start that shit. You Dude, don't need... You don't I already need. did, like... 60 tracks last year, (laughs) and and it about killed me and Rainey. By the end of the season, I mean, Brandon Stevens can tell you that um, the last weekend of the season, um, like me and Rainey had had done so many tracks, I I literally wore her out, and then like the last two tracks of the season, she wouldn't even get out of the truck. Uh, Luckily, I had Stormy there, and and, I mean, like I I would try to pull her out of the truck, and she'd be like, no, I'm not getting out of this truck. (laughs) So you're um, you're not gonna have a Facebook page or, um, not currently. So I just no, you know you're just not hold going of. to in future wise or no, I may, dude. Um, I think you could all weather uh, tracking. Yeah. yeah, I mean you could I mean, stay busy. Yep, for sure, even locally. So uh, it, and so I would, even though we just had this conversation about that you don't do it for the money. Yep. You know, um, I don't stand on the street corner for the money, but I got to take it. Yep. So, yeah. If, no, no, no. Honestly, I think that you could set up your your Facebook page and put your put costs in there. Yep. So it's it's known. So at least you know those tracks are there. It's gonna at least gonna pay for your gas. Yep. To go up there. Yep. So I mean, that's that's just me. I mean, I would probably go ahead and put that Facebook page together and and do that. Yeah, it's a it, it, it it's an absolute blast. So yeah, so if you uh if you go to the Southern Public Facebook page, uh, Jeff's business card has been posted there. Okay, excellent. So so yeah, I yeah, and one of the things I'm going to do on my business card this year is is on the back side of it, I'm going to kind of put on there because that's the first question that most. I think going way back to our first whenever we were talking you know whenever you try to determine why people don't call for a tracking dog the first thing is they've shot a deer and one they want to find it then they're like well it's going to cost me too much money and then they're like well is anybody going to come and do it and is it a real dog and they hear horror stories about dogs getting out there look here's the myth that our dogs are going to run your deer off let me tell you we can go out there you can shoot a deer. I can go out there and track it with my dog, and deer don't care. There will be more deer come in that day because we're not running deer. We're not chasing deer. Deer are going to go. If we run through deer, they're going to go 50, 60 yards. They're going to bed up and listen to us. As long as we don't push that deer, they're going to come back and go right back to what they were doing. And that happens everywhere. So don't be afraid to call us. Don't be afraid to call us because you think that you're – um, you don't have the money. You don't have the cash. Look, if you call me and say, hey, look, and you're honest and say, look, I don't have the cash, but I really want to find this deer. I'll come find your deer. I have a real job that pays all my bills. I do this for the fun. So, you know, I mean, call us. We'll come track your deer. Well, and, and so, and another would be, 
your hunting location. Yep. So you're hunting a wildlife management area. Yep. You know, no dogs. No, you know, that that typically means that you are not allowed to run or have a dog off of a leash. Correct. When you get into those specifics on that, you've got what a how, how 30 foot lead. 30 foot lead. Yep. So take I mean the dog is on a lead. Yep. She's not going anywhere. She's not going to just run across the county on her own. So you have that. Yep. The so the other thing, so let's get into the the collars and this will kind of lead into my next podcast which is going to be dog hunting. Um so you run a you run a collar with uh GPS tracking. Yep. It's got a a tone. Yep. You can stop your dog, you can yep. call your dog and and have your dog return. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, with that being said, I mean, I've been in situations where uh, where I could actually be on private land, let Rainy loose, run in a deer, watch the GPS, watch uh, on my phone and see the direction she's headed, hear cars coming and be able to um, tone her and stop her. She turned right around and come right back to me. Right. Um, so, I mean, she will... She'll stop at no point. Um, but yes, I mean. So, so now it's just become like three drunk guys. <laughs> well, so, so two guys and a drunk guy. So the GPSs and the um, GPS callers, absolutely awesome. And, and they work. Rainy has only been shocked one time in her life. Yeah. And she can be a mile, two miles away from me. And if I tone her, she's going to hunt me down. She's, she's going to turn right. She's done. But understand this on the other side of that. When you tone her, she will not track that deer anymore. She's done. She's done. Right. I have told her that she is done. And, you know, I made uh, tracking one deer in Alabama and she was doing an awesome job. She was burning this deer up. I was right behind her and I accidentally, I, you know, I accidentally hit the, uh, uh, the vibrate on her, which toned and vibrate her, she stopped and she would not get back on that deer. She was done. So it's, a, it's essentially telling her like, Hey, that you're she's done, done something. Don't. Well, that she's done something wrong that I've told her right. to stop or whatever. And, and, and so she will not track. I, I don't care what you do. She won't track that deer anymore. At least not that day. Well, it's confusing as shit to the dog. Correct. Absolutely. Like, yeah. So, so well, yes. Look, I'm I'm looking forward to shooting deer and having your dog track my deer. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Even if that deer falls within sight, I'm hey Jeff. I got a blue tick this well, that, that blue tick is something else. Yeah. So wait oh, till. see, and I was fixing to say, well, he he's he's above that level now. No, no, no. no, no. He doesn't they, he doesn't need the, look, the we still, friendly, we, we friendly can still, forty yard, but I forgot he's got the the two other dogs that well, we can still pull the friend card and be yes, like, Hey man, absolutely. You, Oh no, I was I was referring to the definitely, you know, I see that deer laying over there called Jeff, <laughs> yep. you know. But he's he's got two more that are Well Stormy is is Stormy has proven. I mean, she's last year she was on fire. The you know, the, the tracks that I did put her on, she she did a great job on. Um the uh I will have to say uh River on the other side, he's not proven, but Dad Gum, he's got a mouth on him, and he's he he is, if he turns out to be anything like his sister Maggie, he'll be one heck of a tracking dog. So um, that's awesome. They've just got. I will have to say, the blue ticks 
dude, they've got more grit than, than the Catahoulas. Catahoulas got a lot of grit, but I, I believe I could drop that uh, blue so that, tick out of a helicopter, him hit the ground and be like, okay, let's go again. That blue tick just wants to please. Like, dude, I'm, he, I'm, I'm on a job. He is all, I'm, he's all about himself. Yeah. So, well, Jeff, dude, I appreciate y'all being here. Thank you, sir. You know, and, and do you want to, and it's up to you, do you, do you want to give out your number? Sure. It's 850-259-0675. So, and, 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 and like I said, and you can find me on Facebook and how you know you're, it, you're, you're yeah. at the right Jeff Adams on Facebook is, is that I got a picture of Rainy in there and you can go through there and see all my you know tracks. Cause I was going like to say, that. if you and search a Jeff Adams, I want to say there's like gonna, three or yeah. four of them in the area. There's yeah. one in Niceville. Yep. yep. Well, and, and you, you'll track. Eglin, you'll track Blackwater. You'll track. Uh, well, it let's just matter. put it like this: Florida Panhandle, North, the Florida Panhandle, um, South, South Alabama, Alabama right. and South Georgia, and 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 I'll go anywhere into those. Um, and I, I, let's let's pre, let's let's back up because Southwest Georgia. Yeah, I mean yeah. he's not going over. To no, no, the no, Southeast no. coast of yeah. Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to Savannah. Uh, I don't know. Piedmont is right there in like the middle. So yeah, but, for know? sure. I mean, yeah. Um, but but yeah. I mean, for the most part. I mean, most of my tracking comes South Alabama, um, and the Panhandle uh, is where most of my tracking goes. Yeah. Well, and I'll be there. I think you provide a, a great service for for especially public land hunters and 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 those places that you that you do track for these guys. Yep. You know, it, it it's it serves something that that not a lot of guys do. So we appreciate what you do. Thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, I how mean, many in our area? How many trackers are there? Well, <laughs> well, let's so, <laughs> so define trackers. I mean, trackers. The, uh, as far as let's well, well, on the list. Well, let's put like this. There, there. No, there's a bunch of trackers on the list, but what trackers are have good dogs and actually, I mean. I, anybody can put their name on the list as a tracker, right? Um, so can I use Doug as my tracker? Sure, you dog? can. <laughs> He's colorblind. You show up there and put him on a collar and stuff, and he may howl for you. He did a good presentation a while ago, didn't he? Um, but uh, in this area, there are probably three people that I would say I would have them. Well, there's three people right here locally. Then out of this area, there's probably five people total, maybe six people that um, actually have proven dogs and stuff like that. Um, there are some trackers out there that do 80 to 100 tracks a year. You know, I mean, um, it's their living. It's the way they live. Mm -hmm. um, but right here locally, um I've named some of the ones that, that, that I would say, you know, right. definitely the biggest thing is, is looking at, and, and, and we know what our dogs will do. I mean, there again, uh, Justin Russell, I love you to death, you know, but, um, uh, his little, uh, a long haired, uh, dog wiener, <laughs> wiener dog. <laughs> uh, sorry, Justin. I love you to death, dude. But, uh, um, his dog, um, I've actually seen him where she's tracking. She has got a hell of a nose on her, right? And she's great at tracking and stuff. The disadvantage is, is if she has to go through water 
are you know uh, real deep legs. mud or whatever. She has short legs, so I've actually seen him have to pick her up and carry her across you know areas and stuff like that. So that's a disadvantage for her. But the advantage is she's right on the ground, so the scent is right there she's in her nose. Correct. Yeah. She's not missing a turn left or right or whatever. Whereas I run big catahoulas and they're up off the ground 18 20 inches exactly so i mean they can cover three three times as much land as what she can but they miss turns they missed a they miss a left back and have correct so yeah um and 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 even i done spaced out how what'd you say six to eight people yeah i'd say six to six to seven eight being really pushing it in this area and if you hear that number, you think, well, man, that's a bunch of trackers. But it's really not. No, it's you, not. Not you've got, you've got eight people that are available on a Saturday amongst three <laughs> 500 hunters. No, 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 no. Wait. That's not when you get called. You get called on Sunday evening after you've already got ready for bed because you have to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and go to work. You get called at 7.30 on a Sunday evening saying, hey, I, I've looked for this deer. I shot it four hours ago, and we can't find it. Can you come track it? Well, some dude, where are you? Some dude from Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to. I've got to pack up my camp and leave in the morning. Can you come out here? Uh, hey, Jacksonville guys, y'all call me anytime. I tracked for y'all last year, so don't let these guys fool you. Okay, it's no, not a problem. You, you know, we love you, man. We're we just jealous of your bow um, shooting. But uh, <laughs> oh, thanks a lot, Doug. Uh, I appreciate your shooting because uh, it keeps us in business. <laughs> um, Man, I, I, I think that pretty much covers yep. most of it. I Dude, appreciate y'all. So at some point, we need to get Jeff back. Oh, yeah. Just, we're just going to do a BS session. Just sit here and oh, tell yeah. stories because, God damn, there's a bunch of them. Uh, there is yeah. a bunch of them. And, and you know what? We may, sc- we, we may call Scott. Oh, shit. I'm, I, I am sure that... Uh, Dude, we could call a bunch of dudes. Dude. We call people from all over the place. The maddest I've ever seen, Jeff, though. We need to call Scott. <laughs> well, don't, please do not mention the other guy's name oh, yeah, on would. here because I, I can't even be, remember his I name. I can. And his son in law goes to my church, and we've become friends, and, and me and that guy have become friends. So did please, you explain but, to him how? Look, we just not gonna <laughs> talk about it, okay? So yep. hey, hey, love y'all. Thank you. It's been Thank great. you very much. Yeah. All right, guys. All again, right. Uh, I will put Jeff's information in the description on these. Uh, we'll we'll also po- post it on all of our social media. If uh, you guys need him coming up, or those of you in Georgia, the season's already started, and uh, you need a you need a helping hand, you, you can give him a call. Yep, yep. I appreciate you. Have a good night. These are my people. This is my land.